Hey everyone, this is W.E. Wallace, and this is my podcast, It's a Dirty Game. First, let's talk about the new recordings that was released about an interview with Donald Trump. With him saying he knew back then in February 7th that the virus was extremely deadly. And it's sad because when you have so many people supporting someone who cares more about himself than about all the American people that voted him in, it's a shame. And he cares more about himself than he cares about you. And y'all support him vehemently, extremely strong supporters of Donald Trump. And he doesn't care. Because if he knew the virus was that deadly after um, um, February 7th, he had six rallies right after that where no social distancing, no mask. He downplayed the mask. He laughed at people that wore masks. He continuously belittled Joe Biden for wearing a mask. He tell reporters to take the mask off to answer a question. Oh, you want to be politically correct? This is serious. This is really serious. This ain't no joke. He thinks Everything revolves around him. And all these people that support him, he don't care if y'all go to the rallies and get sick with this coronavirus. Because, of course, y'all know he's the American president. He has all the top doctors and everything that he needs that's going to make sure he's okay. So that's just something for y'all to think about. It's, 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 It's really sad. And it's a sad moment. Because this isn't somebody saying that he said it. It's literally recordings of him talking about knowing how deadly this disease was. And why I mentioned the mass and social distancing, he was explaining in the interview how if you touch something, you can basically get away with that by not touching. But he said this thing is airborne also. So you knew it was airborne. And you knew a person could get sick by not social distancing. You knew a person could get sick by uh, 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 not wearing a mask. This is insane. 190,000 people, man. People need to realize this. Either you knew somebody that either caught the virus or died from the virus, whether it was a friend, a relative, a coworker, or whatever. Y'all know this virus is serious. It have long-lasting effects, even if you don't die from it. Some people still haven't got their sense of smell, sense of taste. They're losing their hair. It's, it's This is crazy, man, to play with somebody's life like that. This is real, man. But let's move on. I ain't want to spend too much time with that. It's just I needed to get that off my chest, man. You know, keep talking about it, a vanish, it magically disappear. No, come on, man. Come on, man. That's nonsense, man. Then you're going to say... He didn't want to cause a panic. No, you give the American people the truth and let them decide how they're going to take care of their family. Who's you to try to say you're going to lie to everybody because you don't want everybody to have a panic? And then continuously lie. But that's a lie. The reason why it's a lie because if you knew how deadly it was and you didn't want to have a panic, so what you did? You wanted to get everybody sick because you still had rallies. You still don't wear masks. You still encourage people not to wear masks. You still doing rallies now and not encouraging nobody to wear a mask. But 
you know, you got to let people, tell people what's going on and let them decide how to protect their loved ones. Because you're not going to protect my loved ones harder than I am. So that's something for him to think about, man. Now, I got a few questions that, you know, was asked of me. You know, one question was, what do I think about Obama calling LeBron James and them back to work? Well, back to play, you know, during the boycott or whatever they was doing. You know, trying to stand up, you know, and boycott, you know, playing basketball because of so much injustice in the, in the world. My opinion is we don't know what that conversation sounded like. We don't know if he told them like, yo, listen, you need to get back to work, make your money. I need y'all to focus on speaking up, getting Joe Biden in office. Once Joe Biden's in office, I could talk to him. That's my right hand man. <laughs> I could talk to him and see what we could do about this. I don't know. Don't know the conversation, you know. But if he just called him back, y'all go ahead, go back to go back to playing basketball. Then he's wrong. But I believe it was a deep conversation behind that. And another question is, which races is better to have in office? One that everybody knows blatantly is a racist, which he's talking about Donald Trump, and the other one which with his racist policies, and he's talking about Joe Biden. Now, I'm going to say this. Joe Biden, we don't know if he was a racist because now all the truth is coming out about that crime bill. Like, excuse me, that crime bill. The crime bill had a lot of things attached to it. Which I don't fault nobody for locking. Don't don't get it twisted. Ain't nobody decided to say, "Oh, we just gonna lock up a lot of blacks because they black." No, blacks committed crimes. I mean, I, regardless if it was unfairly against you, you commit a crime. And I'm I'm a firm believer. There's so much opportunity out here. You know what I mean for you to further yourself and life than committing crime. So no matter what anybody policies have to do, don't give them a reason to give you all this time. Don't give them a reason to lock you up easier because of their policies. You know what I mean? Don't do the crime. I mean, so Trump, I, I guess racism is going to live in the world no matter who's president. But right now, Trump's president, if you are in, in, in tune with Trump's uh, policies, then vote for Trump. If you feel you more for Biden's prom, um, um, policies, vote for Biden. But you can't fault no one person for incarcerating a lot of black people because black people did crime. Now, if you walking down the street, they lock you up and pin a crime on you. Okay, that happens, but it's rare. It's rare. But the point that I'm making is don't fault nobody else for, you know, our shortcomings. We the one that go out there. I'm talking about minorities. We the one that go out there and do whatever we do for these policies to be implemented upon us. And the last one was... What do I think about Kamala Harris being a ex-prosecutor incarcerating a bunch of black people? Again, 
my opinion still stands. I don't fault nobody for their policies. Whatever you feel is right, whether you being tough on crime and the crime just so happen to be crimes that minorities are committing. Whether it was the crack law, which was 101, 1021 to cocaine, it doesn't matter. You choose to uh, 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 commit these crimes. So with that said, man, you know, I hope y'all enjoy my podcast. If y'all, if y'all like it, you know, tell a friend, tell a friend. We could get, you know, heavy into this uh, debate. You know, if you want to be interviewed, you know, hit me up. Let me know. We could go from there. But thank you. And I'm out. This is politics. It's a dirty game.